Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hague Realtors, and Comfort King. And I am just delighted with the fact that our next guest has given me his real correct phone number. It's just amazing how one digit being off, uh, and it was the last it was the last number on the number that uh, Chase Randall gave me. This poor Rebecca down in Waco, Texas, has two voicemails from me saying, Hey, this is Mark. I need you to call right away to be on the radio. And she's not going to know what on earth that is all about. So I guess uh, it'll be interesting to see if I hear back from her. But anyway, we finally got through to Chase. 18 years old and already off to a great start as a sprint car driver. Had a wonderful weekend last weekend at Husets. And uh, I know he was... Uh, a real hit last summer at uh, Knoxville Speedway down in Knoxville, Iowa, too, which uh, which is cool. So we'll keep track of Chase. He's going to be fun to watch. Speaking of Chase and speaking of chasing and speaking of races and chasing the leader and all that kind of stuff, uh, Dave, Dave Elhauer is our guest here. Um, and, and uh, yes, I can tell that you're, you're out at Howard Woodfield. Is that Alex Heinert on the PA? <laughs> well, he yes. Now I, it might be Joe Van Gore right now. I'm not sure, but I think we've got a combination of Greg Merrigan and uh, Heinert and Van Gore, and uh, I think they take turns by classes, actually. Huh? That's kind of an all-star yeah, cast. It, it is an all-star cast. There's no doubt. I, you know, Greg's been doing PA for as long as I can remember. He back when I was doing the Coyote football games uh, back in the early '80s. Greg was your PA guy for the for the Coyotes way back when. <laughs> I'm going to share a little secret with you and your listeners. Not that it really matters, but, you know, I, I don't have a bucket list, but I told somebody if I ever did, one of the things that would be on it would be to have Greg Merrigan say my name at the state track meet. I think that would just be so cool. <laughs> it, well, and i got to admit, when um, when he was... When he was doing the state track meet, when my oldest son, Ryan, was, was in his senior year... Uh, right. I, when he was running in the hundred hundred meter and the two hundred meter, and I think he was in the he was in the he was the anchor guy for both the relays for those. But when he was mm-hmm. running the hundred or the two hundred, and he made the final turn, Greg was throwing in all this extra stuff about Ryan's football and blah. I was just <laughs> it was incredibly cool, Dave. I mean, I got goosebumps. It was pretty neat. Wow. Yeah, yeah he's uh, he's quite a guy. Yeah. Yeah, a good man for sure. So. Tell me, tell me about your love for track and field because I know that you uh, you look forward to this every year. Oh, absolutely, I do. You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, I was just covering a region meeting Groton last week, and I don't even remember the race, but I caught myself saying, um, I, I would caught myself saying, "Man, do I like track and field? I love track and field." You know. And there's just, uh, it's just so fun to watch teenage athletes come to the realization that, hey, I can do this. I, I've got another gear. I've got another level I can get to. And it just, I don't know if there's any other sport out there where that spirit of competition is more on display than in track and field. You know, it's just, it's just pretty cool. I... And, you know, sometimes we get caught up in winning and losing and all of that. But there's so much more to it. And for me, I mean, I just, I just love these success stories that sometimes get hidden yep. and all the results and that sort. I talked to an, in, uh, an individual this morning and he finished third in his event. And that might not seem like a big deal, but he was 17th coming in. So he gained 14 spots today 
Well, to me, that's a that's a pretty big deal. That's success to me, you know. So that's a, that's a neat thing about track and field. And it's eight points for his team. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And, and probably eight points that they weren't expecting. Right. Or counting on. Yeah, they don't even think they'd get any out of him. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember when Ryan was a senior, uh, and they came to the very last event. He wasn't even part of it. And because he was all done with his four, you know, it was the four by four to finish the, the meet. Right. Roosevelt was down by 10 points, had to win. Yankton wasn't in the race and they were 10 points behind Yankton and they had the sixth best time out of the 10, the eight teams in that field. And lo yep. and behold, those four guys knew they had to win. Oh, and yep. to see them, all four of them oh. do exactly what you're talking about where yep. they all just yep. ran their hearts out. They blew yeah. everybody away and won it by a oh, mile. Man. And I, I think I had tears because they were all oh, my, man. you know, they were friends of my son who'd spent, yep. you know, yeah. countless hours at my house. And to yep. see them do better than they possibly thought they could have done, that was the cool sure. part. Yeah. And where else do you really see that? It probably gets lost in other sports, but it's right there in track, you know. And, and, you know, you mentioned that mile relay. Uh, you know, that event is so much fun because it's the last event of every track meet and coaches tend to stack that and they, they want to win that event. And a lot of times, to your point, a, a team title or in that case, a state title comes down to that final event and everybody's standing and cheering. And I mean, you, it just gives me goosebumps thinking about it yeah. right now. Um, there's just so much electricity. Um, it, there's nothing else like it. All right, before we talk a little more about track, uh, tell me yeah. about the South Dakota sports scene and, and, mm-hmm. and how that got its start. <laughs> well, uh, it's kind of interesting. You know, I, I was at newspaper for 36 years, went over to radio for about four and a half years, and, uh, and just felt like I was kind of being called back into writing. Uh, and uh, I said, boy, I, you know, you know that, takes, that, that was a big leap of faith for me, Mark. I mean, to give up steady income for the great unknown, um, but you know, I, I tried to live my life by faith and I said, okay, God, if you want me to do this, give me a sign. And he gave me just an unbelievable sign. And of course, being the great man of faith that I am, I said, okay, God, give me another sign. And uh, he just he kept doing that. Finally got to the point where I said, okay, I have to do this because if I don't do this, I'm going to be responsible for my lack of faith someday, you know? So, uh, I jumped in, hired a couple of coworkers that I used to work with at the paper, uh, part time. And uh, we've been going at it now. I actually hired a full-time employee, and we have an app that's up and running, and we're going to start a podcast. And so we're actually in year three. We cover about 30 high schools, a couple colleges, some club sports, and uh, people have been so receptive and supportive, and uh, I just can't thank them enough. And, uh, you know, when, when you – and you can relate to this because you've done it your whole life. When something is a passion of yours, it really doesn't seem like work, you know? And so uh, I love working with teenage student athletes. I love working with coaches. And, you know, I just had this conversation this morning with somebody. I said, you know, being down here covering state track, this isn't work. You know, this is a great time for me. So I'm having a blast. Dave Vilhauer is our guest. I, I love listening to you describe that because you're absolutely right about uh, you, you never work a day in your life if you enjoy whatever your vocation is. <laughs> yep. And that's, you know, sure. it doesn't matter what you get paid. It's what it's what you get out yep. of it. And it's not the financial yep. reward. It's uh, the, the oh. joy and and all that comes along with it. I do have to ask you this. How heartbreaking was it to see the presentation program, obviously, the whole yeah. school go away? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That well, obviously, it's never a good thing for any school in any city uh, to go away. Uh, and so, obviously, that was that was a big loss for Aberdeen. And uh, you know, I, I feel bad for uh, for the athletes. I feel bad for the staff and the faculty. And you know, there's a lot of good people there, and they're going to land on their feet. Most of them already have. But uh, you know, anytime you have an institution like that in your city. And all of a sudden, it, it, it goes away. Uh, you know, that's a, it's just a really it's a really tough thing for people to come to grips with. And um, you know, I just I, I feel bad for all those involved. But um, you know, it's just one of those things. And uh, you know, hopefully, uh, those people can all uh, make an impact on the on the schools that they go to. And um, you know, it was it was quite an era, and I, I covered a lot of PC stuff through the years. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And it just seems like yesterday to me. That they were starting up yeah. the football program from scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A- absolutely. Uh, Andy Carr, who's now at USD, I mean, he was the first football coach. And, um, yeah, I-, I remember covering a lot of those games. And, you know, it's really tough when you start anything from scratch. Um, and I <laughs> I can speak to that because I just did, you know, I just started a business in the middle of a pandemic from scratch. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not an easy thing to do. But, wow. uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, it- it's just, yeah, it's just too bad that that happened. But, uh you know, we just hope uh, hope for the for the best for the people that uh, were a part of that. All right, so let's talk about maybe some of the kids from your neck of the woods who were expecting mm-hmm. big things from it. State track meet. Uh, you know, I, it's funny because I, there, there isn't, and this I'm sure is the same for you because we've both been doing it. Uh, you know, in the same basic time frame, doing what we do. Yeah, there yeah. are names that just won't go away if you're the rest of the state <laughs> from certain areas. You know, like for you in particular. The name that comes to mind first when it comes to track and field for me in your part of the world is yep. Heinz. <laughs> yeah, like Macy Heinz. <laughs> yes, well, absolutely. a whole bunch of them and, though. Macy, but yeah, and, and, she but, wasn't yes, the only one. But, but all of, no, all of her relatives. In fact, is her uh, her brother Trevor is competing right now for Ipswich. And um, yes, there's there's a lot of Heinzes in our area, and you know it's kind of interesting because I'm a I'm a big fan of multi-sport athletes you know I'm, I'm not real crazy about sports specialization and when you see a kid like brendan begaman doing what he's doing right now you know here's here's one of the most decorated nine-man football players in the history of south dakota gonna go to sdsu he wouldn't have to do anything else but he did basketball he played basketball and he said yeah my, my you know my team needs me he's out for track and field i mean he's got the top throw in the shot put coming into the state meet not only that, but he's probably going to place in the triple jump. Now, think about those two combinations that's for not, a second. That's Shot not normal. Triple jump? No. That's not normal, but he is not a normal athlete either. I mean, he is, and what's, what's even better to me, Mark, he is an outstanding human being. I mean, you talk to Brendan Begaman, he is one of the most unassuming and down-to-earth and humble student-athletes you will ever talk to. Uh, and if there's anybody that has a right to walk around with a little swagger, it would probably be him, but that's not who he is, you know. He's just one of those kids that's really, really easy to root for. And he's getting to go play football where he really yeah. wanted to go play football. Yeah, yep. And I, I think he's going to be very, very successful. I, I really do. He's. I think he would be an asset to any program, just with his attitude and demeanor and work ethic. I mean, he's... Uh, you know, we, we hear the term all the time now, generational talent, you know, generational athlete, all of that. You know, uh, what, what he accomplished in his years at Harriet Selby is just 
astronomical. There were nights where, I mean, they would report in their scores, and he would have like 385 yards rushing and six touchdowns or whatever. You know, I mean, just video game stuff, you know? And you're going, how in the world is that possible? Um, but when you watch him play, you go, oh, I see how that's possible, you know? Yeah, he's he's really, really talented. Yeah, and those stats were in a game that probably ended midway through the third quarter, too. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's something else. <laughs> As you think yeah. back over the years of doing this, and this predates both of us, uh, sure. But George Amundsen, with his, uh, th- that <laughs> yeah. to me is one of the most phenomenal oh. accomplishments in the in oh. the history of South there's, Dakota when it comes to track and field. There, there's no question, Mark. You know, every every so many years, we 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 hear somebody say, "Oh, that record might get broken this year. That record might." And to be honest with you, what have we had in South Dakota? Two or three kids ever throw? close to 200 or a little over 200 and and to think that he's at 211 i mean they're not even really close i mean when you when you throw that disc is 200 feet that is <laughs> that is darn near historic and yet to think that he even expounded on that i mean that's one i know they say records are made to be broken man i don't know if that'll be broken in mine or my or your lifetime i mean that's been around for a long time and what? i you know i i just don't see I don't see anybody necessarily on the horizon, and I'm not trying to discredit, you know, today's discus throws. We got some really, really good kids, including one right here in Sioux Falls. Um, but again, when you think about what he did, that uh, I saw a kid throw a discus this morning, and a really nice throw, 177 feet, and then I thought, as good as that throw was, <laughs> George Amundsen threw it more than 40 feet farther than that, or what, you know, almost 40 feet farther than that, and you just kind of scratch your head and go, how is that even possible? Didn't he throw it completely out of the field? <laughs> well, I, I interviewed him once, and we talked about that, and uh, I think they actually moved the disc. It was out in Rapid City, and I think they actually they were going to have Either the shot put of the discus in a certain area that they normally did, we're going to have it, and they moved it because they thought that he was going to hit people's vehicle. <laughs> so that's that's how I know you. That's how you know you've got some skill when, wow. when they've got to alter things because of your uh, talent level. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. All right, a little more recently because I don't want to. I don't want everybody to think, oh, they hear these two old guys talking about you know the old old days, but. What George Amundsen did is just phenomenal. But in more recent times, has what's maybe stuck out to you at a state track meet as one of those, you know, performances that right. you will never forget? Right. Well, first of all, let me say that I, I think our kids in South Dakota are some of the most resilient individuals you will ever find. When you consider what, what our kids have t- to train in during the spring season – how many meets get postponed, get canceled? I mean, snow removal. How many of these kids don't even have a track at their school? Some of these small towns, the kids are running up and down the streets for crying out loud. And when you think about what they're doing and their limited seasons, I mean, some of our kids are nationally ranked. And, I mean, again, their training conditions are just brutal some days. And, and what do we have in the spring? Like five nice days and three of them are on a Wednesday, so you can't even compete. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just crazy. And yet there they are year after year after year. And you know, the two that really, I mean, I think really stick out to everybody right now are Simeon Birnbaum of, of Rapid City Stevens 
and Graceland Lyseth of Hamlin, both yep. state record holders, both going to be go uh, compete at Division One levels. Um, and again, uh, it, I, I'm sure that they do not have near as good of training conditions as other kids across the country, and yet they persevere and they and they just train through it, they compete through it. And again, I, I think all of our South Dakota athletes. I, I know I might be biased on this, but when you think about what they have to endure and the and the performances that they still are able to come up with, it's it's to me it's nothing short of remarkable. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this spring in particular, basically the track meets have been almost non-existent. <laughs> well, it certainly started out like that. There's no question about it. I mean, and yet, you know, it. it I, it never ceases to amaze me because long about early April, I'm thinking, oh, boy, you know, these kids haven't hardly even gotten outside for practice. I mean, I'm sure the times are not going to be very good. The distances are going to lag behind. And by mid-May, by golly, there they are. You yeah. know, it's just like it's <laughs> it's like they just hit a switch, and it, it doesn't take them long to get going. A few nice days, and, man, they're in mid-season form. All right, Burnbaum and Lyseth, obviously those are two – premier athletes who are maybe a handful of other ones that you would be alerting our listeners to watch for this weekend well certainly josiah adams of sioux falls christian is (laughs) he and berkeley england of mount vernon plankington have just had i mean to to say they've had productive springs would would really be understating the the obvious those two guys i mean those two individuals are really really good um and then you know you've got Oh my, Josiah Schrader from, from Canastota and you've got, oh man, there's just, you know, there, there's, there's so many of them. Um, the girl from Minnow, uh, Ashton, no, it slips my mind here, whether it's her last name. Massey, Ashton Massey from Minnow is another really good athlete. There, there are so many of those types of kids. And then of course, you've got kids that, um, you know, are really good in maybe one event. Or maybe uh, they get lost in the relays. Maybe they're just a really good, you know, runner. Uh, for instance, Daniel Stoll from Falkton. Okay, a lot of people probably aren't familiar with Daniel. Daniel is on his fourth high school in four years. His dad is a minister, and they keep moving from city to city to city and going to different, you know, parishes and that sort of thing. And so Daniel, I mean, I, I, I follow track and field pretty close. All of a sudden, this name pops up on my radar, and I'm going, I don't remember him competing for Fockton. Right. Come to find out, he came here just this past season from Harvey, North Dakota. And, I mean, he's he's a really, really good sprinter. Um, he's rated in the 200 and the 100. He's a runs anchor on three of their really good relay teams. Um, and so, again, talent is talent. And uh, it, it, it becomes very obvious when you're gifted. If you get an opportunity to compete, you know, he told me that one of his favorite sports is soccer. Uh, and they didn't even have soccer in Fockton, you know. He used to live in Fargo. Uh, you wonder how good of a soccer player he could be, you know. So he's going to actually go run at uh, Grace University in Indiana next year. So there's a small-town kid that a lot of people probably haven't heard much about. He could have a really big state track meet. Well, Dave, Dave Vilhauer is our guest. Uh, this is wonderful. It always flies by when we talk. Uh, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the weather. looks like the weather's going to oh. be great, huh? This this is really, I mean, again, for South Dakota, we will take this and run with it. Absolutely. It's not raining. It's not 110. The wind isn't howling 50 miles an hour. So, you know, 
for, for us, we'll take this. We don't get a lot of uh, really nice days in the spring, so I'm sure the athletes are going to appreciate this too. And, you know, I've already seen so far today, you know, we're just getting started, and there's already kids PRing by 10, 12 feet in, in field events and lowering their times on the track. So I really do think we're in for a big weekend. Dave, have a great weekend. We'll talk soon, okay? Thanks, buddy. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it. Be well, my friend. Thank you very much. Dave Vilhow, our guest here on Calling All Sports. We'll come back and wrap up today's show after this. I have a friend that had LASIK surgery, advanced Thompson Vision. Hearing her experiences is when I knew that LASIK could be an option for me. I wanted to go to a place that had invested a lot in the technology and was on the forefront of LASIK surgery. My vision's great. It's, I believe I'm 2015 right now. If I had to do it all over again, I would choose Vance Thompson Vision in a heartbeat. Download our free LASIK checklist, advancedhomesandvision.com. Buying a new truck for your farm or ranch is all about the bottom line. At Billion Fleet Farm and Ram Commercial Business Link, we know that better than anyone. We have the experience, selection, and industry-exclusive pricing and incentives to help you with your bottom line. Plus, new Ram trucks have been named Motor Trend Truck of the Year for the third year in a row. To see if you qualify for fleet pricing on a new Ram, call 888-531-1. 1013 or go to billionauto.com slash fleet. Rosenbauer, the world's largest manufacturer of firefighting equipment, is inviting you to join them in building life-saving fire trucks. Based in Lyon, South Dakota, they offer great pay up to $26 an hour depending on experience. They have generous health benefits, flexible start times, weekends off, and PTO that starts the day you do. With on-the-job training in most positions, you can build a difference in the world at Rosenbauer. Apply online at buildfiretrucks.com. Rosenbauer is an equal opportunity employer, including veterans and disability. Most of the time, you don't give your garage door a second thought until it doesn't open or close. That's where Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls comes in. Our service professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you have a garage door emergency, we'll be there. And we're here for preventative maintenance, too. Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls, now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting Big Beef to 85000. Meet my good buddy Greg Gold, CEO of Hague Realtors and father of some terrific athletes. Greg, how long has Hague been around? Mark, we've been around over 75 years, and we have over 200 licensed agents who are all really good at helping their clients with their real estate needs, whether buying, selling, or both. And you have several locations, right? Yep. We're in Sioux Falls, Brandon, Garrettson, Hartford, all over the Sioux Empire, and even out in the Black Hills. You guys do such an amazing job, and... You also have some terrific personalities who are a blast to be around and work with. Every day is fun at Hag. We sold over 4,000 properties last year, worth over a billion dollars. That's how good our people are. That is impressive. In sports terms, you've built a dynasty, kind of like those Lincoln tennis teams. Your contact info, Greg. It's simple, Mark. Go to Hag.com, find the agent you want to work with. We're Hag Realtors since 1945. 
Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Hucett Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. And also by Lewis Drug. Lewis has been around for 81 years now, and there's no... There's no reason why they wouldn't be with the way they treat everybody. Whenever you go into that store, if you need some help, they're there for you. Uh, whether it's advice on uh, medications to take or, uh, you know, what kind of lawnmower should I buy or it doesn't matter. Where, where are the greeting cards? Oh, wow. There's a ton of them. I love their greeting cards. That's actually one of my favorite parts of Lewis Drug is the fact that their their cards are the best. doesn't matter what it's for, whether it's for a... Uh, retirement party like I went to for Don Barnes on Sunday, whether it's a graduation, like, you know, there are a bunch of those over the weekend, uh, whether it's a funeral. I've got one coming up next week of a, a good friend, and it, I'll find something there that helps me express my feelings, and that's always really helpful. So, Lewis Drug is indeed your first stop. They've been around for 81 years. And how about Arby's? Uh, if you're out and about and didn't have time to stop for lunch, Quick, go through the drive-thru at Arby's, and they'll get you something you'd like. I guarantee you uh, that burger is going to be back on the menu here really shortly. I'm guessing for the summer. I can't wait. I'm going to give that a try. Uh, yeah, Arby's has got the meats. Arby's has got the treats. And they've been with us since day one on the show. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hag Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies. At Billion Buick GMC.